Longtime fans of the show should be familiar with the lender formerly known as Sue Pullen, and I'm pleased to announce that she's back, fresh off a rebrand and ready to help as Sue Mackey. Sue is a certified mortgage advisor at Fairway Independent Mortgage, an equal housing lender who focuses on finding the right product for you and your needs. She has over 20 years of experience helping thousands of homeowners. Whether it's purchasing, refinancing, or even a reverse mortgage, Sue will help. Sue's licensed in 36 states now, so reach out and let Sue Mackey it happen for you. The best way to reach her is just give her a call at 520-977-7904 or in an email, spullen at fairwaymc.com. Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number of 2289. Sue Mackey has an MLS number of 206048. That email again, spullen at fairwaymc.com. And that phone number is 520-977-7904. Shoot Sue an email and let her know she needs to update that address. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. You are listening to an entertainment program put together by a company called Financial Ineptitude. Anything said on this show is not an endorsement or professional advice. Would you really want to tell a court of law you were suing us because you thought taking financial advice from two idiots on a podcast put out by financial ineptitude was a good idea? Really? Clown hats on your face. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the China Shop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kyle. We've been recording this whole time. Joining oh, me shit. today. <laughs> Joining me today, uh, we've got a pair of old friends. I've got Dan and Joel jumping in as we we have a just a fun discussion about some struggles hello doesn't sound fun does it uh hi joel it's a pleasure to meet you my name's dan hi dan (laughs) pleasure to meet you as well i haven't been sober for about 20 years Uh, (laughs) are we supposed to be sober now is this what what meeting is this no this is a different meeting this is the traders anonymous ah yes okay all right all right uh, how how you doing, Joel? I'm good. I'm good. How's the weather up there in Canada? Uh, today is 32. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit, like uh, 90, it's 60s, I think, right? Oh, 32. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, definitely 32. hot. Uh, I heard the world's on fire up there too. Yeah, most of it, but only only the trees and grass. Oh, okay. and a few yeah. homes. Yeah, you got plenty of trees and grass. Don't yeah. need to worry about that. Yeah, yeah. How you doing yeah. today, Dan? I'm I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Having a having a nice fun laid back Thursday. Thursday night. So weird. Mhm. 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 Normally I'm watching yeah. Madam Secretary right now. I uh, 
I've been I've been going back to the stocks in my portfolio and I've been trying to eyeball them with distribution theory and redraw some lines and boxes and and start trying to, to and developing strategies for trading them smarter than just like dollar cost average. It occurred to me the other day. I'm like, I know better than this. I can pick right. better <laughs> entries than just arbitrarily Fridays. Right. So that's what I've been doing all day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You ex- uh, execute anything yet, or just uh, picking out what? What's the tasty one you found that that's got you excited for tomorrow morning? Ah, uh, well, you know, none of them. Are, well, okay, so Rocket Lab, if it gets a little higher, I'm tempted to like cut it in half and wait mm-hmm. for it to get to the bottom of the distribution to go back in. Nice. Um, I feel like Upstart Holdings. I mean, I was dollar cost averaging them down in the twelves, and now they're in the thirties. So. They, they just popped out of the distribution and and so like scratching my head, like, do I want to dump some tomorrow or do I like they had such a good earnings? Do I let it ride right. or keep going? Like when when do Ooh. I trim? Like I've already trimmed quite a bit to keep it in line with my portfolio, just natural balancing. Yeah. But now I'm now I want to do something more aggressive where I'm like, no, I'm going to sell this and buy the dip. Oh, man. Do you month. have your original investment out of it yet? Oh, yes. Yes. I'm I'm green on this account. Or like, have you pulled out a hundred percent? Oh, just just make it house money. Yeah, yeah. I I've I've considered it, but this is supposed to be a long term thing. So I'm trying to do it to accumulate shares. I'm not trying to do it just to make money. Like I got the futures account for that. Oh, I see. How much longer do you think till you're selling covered calls and entering on puts? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, a little little while on Disney. It's going to be a, oh a little while on Disney. <laughs> Almost there on Rocket shares. Labs. Almost there on Rocket Labs. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. That's aggressive with Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, I felt like below 90 was a great time to get in. And Tilray, like, they just announced, like, we're going to just create a whole bunch of more shares. I'm like, shit, this is tanking. Oh, yeah. So I, I talked it over with the wife, and I'm like, let's get out of We'll stay in entertainment. We'll just move out of pot and into TV. What was the. We've been trashing Facebook for so long that I pulled up their chart and I was like, holy oh, God. shit. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Maybe I should have <laughs> let my hatred of. <laughs> Did you say we want to stay in entertainment? So let's move out of pot and into Disney? Yeah. <laughs> that's correct. That, that is what I said, Joel. Yes. Okay. I didn't know that was in that sector. In my head. It's that's what it is. Yeah, oh, fair enough. Uh, I, I mean, and uh, how many people <laughs> smoke weed and watch cartoons? I know this I do. True. You know, actually, I haven't watched a cartoon, I don't think, since I uh, quit drinking beer. Oh, what if I told you a Venture Brothers movie was on the way? I would be watching that immediately. Yeah. No, no, I take it back. I've been watching Rick and Morty. That doesn't count. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, see? I just, yeah. Uh, I hadn't, I think I, I Dropped off of Archer so long ago that it's been a while that I wasn't even sure mm-hmm. if it was on anymore. The adult cartoons. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah, but anyway, Meta has been, what, off of lows of 90? 88 was the low. They're like oh, 264 man. right now. <laughs> yeah, and we were just watching it burn. Uh, uh-huh, and, and, and enjoying it. We should know better it. than that. We should have should have should have been eyeing that uh, higher high, right? Right, yeah. Yep. Right, that higher high right before an earnings call, and then it just hasn't looked back. Yeah. 150. It's super hard to buy a stock that you hate, though. Mm. Isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it doesn't yes. matter the price or the value or anything. If you hate them, it's just not good. That's a, right. Well, see, but I always 
think of it like it's like betting against your favorite team to win. Like, Sometimes it's if, the right if, play. <laughs> well, no, if I'm gonna if my team's gonna lose, I might as well get paid. Because if they win, <laughs> then I don't care about losing the money. It's like my team won. Yeah, that's all I want. It's like I might as well have some cash to console me. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I think it's the Pete Rose haircut that that's got you talking like this. Is, oh, is the camera's on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what, oh man what was saying about gambling threw me off of that pete rose yeah 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 right it's a way back <laughs> machine yeah we're all, <laughs> all anyway right, well so yeah. that's some stock stuff okay let's uh joel what have you been up to man what's uh what's been i saw you had a challenge account going for a while there uh, things were looking good for a little bit but then looks like you hit some kind of speed bumps along the way you want to kind of talk about I got super quiet, super quick. (laughs) (laughs) I blew it up in a day. In a day. How? Yeah. Uh, That whole going rogue thing that I tend to do. Right. It goes good for a long time. And then I, something flips or snaps, which is cool because I can kind of see it coming. Mm -hmm. And now I just need to be able to, I'm not sure. That's, I guess, why we're here. We're going to talk about it. Um, So... I see it coming, and me? I need to be able to act on it. I can tell you, yeah. What? W- tell me, uh, please, what going rogue is? Going uh, rogue. Well, if is... you've watched Star Wars, then okay, you're raging against <laughs> the Empire, which I can get behind. Yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't know Star Wars. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna hit the pause button here. <laughs> let's, let's let's pause for two hours, let's real quick. Pause this so I can go watch, and I'll be back. We we'll gotta... watch the Thumb Wars version. They're condensed. You can get the whole story in 30 minutes. There you go. There you go. There you go. Family Guy also did a pretty decent job with Blue Harvest. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Okay. I'm you want sorry. the actual, yes. yeah, what the actual no... definition of going rogue? Yeah. What, what do you mean by going rogue? So not following a plan where you're kind of off, off the path, off the plan, uh, just doing whatever you want, whatever you think you should do, whatever is fitting in the moment. It's almost uh, like a hedonistic. A hedonistic? It's almost like being hedonistic, the oh, living yeah. for the moment. Uh, yeah, exactly. Is Okay, so, well, because go, going rogue sounds pretty cool, but when you uh, explain it that way, I, I don't want to go rogue. No. Behaving erratically or dangerously, especially by disregarding the rules or the usual way of doing something. I was actually pretty close on the definition. That's wow. Not bad. Not bad. Okay. So when you yeah. when you experience because I, I I had the first blow up that I ever had, it felt like I had, it, it was like getting free from prison, and I was just uh, every click of the button was like just experiencing that freedom of no more rules, and it felt amazing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, like yeah. is that yeah, kind of is that no. similar to what your experience was? No, I get super grindy. I get super focused and super intense and I just absolutely experience the effort mentality. I'm just mm-hmm. like, whatever, hit it. Yeah. I usually yeah. take four contracts. Let's put on 10. Let's put on 20. This ain't going good. And I've only got $400 left. I may as well put on 40. I got 10 points to see what happens. May as well have $0 left. <laughs> right. I've blown up 700. I only got 300 more. I'm either going to get it back or I'm going to lose it all. Right. I feel that, yeah. man. I feel that. For yeah. with me, it's exactly that, and it's almost like this feeling of to myself. You can't tell me what to do. Mm. Yeah, 
right? It's like to my to my better self, to the trader self in me that knows better and is like, hey, Dan, you aren't, this isn't the rules, right? That almost like dichotomy, the two voices back and forth and that bicameral brain. And the other one's like, fuck you. I'll do whatever I want. Right. I oh, could put. Yeah. You're a bit of a rebel is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have authority issues with my myself. <laughs> It's, that's that's ultimately that's discipline issues, right? Like mm-hmm. like absolutely you're against self discipline. But for me, yeah. I, it gets triggered when it's too when I instill too much discipline on myself. Like I almost have to leave myself some like room to to bend the rules or to cheat it. Otherwise, I know I'm going to shake off those shackles, and it's not going to be pretty when I do. Wow, right. So you give yourself grace constantly so that you don't blow up all at one ah. time and release the whole thing. I think not you have to blow be, up like an account, but I don't know. I haven't, I, I'm not saying I figured out the answer of how to work with that yet, but I do well, definitely give myself a lot more leeway yeah, than I used to. Let me, if Go I ahead. can, yeah. let me make an analogy here for you fellas and, and see if I can't reframe this conversation a little bit. Um, if, if this wasn't stock trading, if we were mm-hmm. like NASCAR race drivers, right. And you were telling me, I don't know, man, sometimes, I just got to crank that wheel hard left, even when the turn is to the right. You know, I just got to do it because I've been driving with the correct procedure the whole time. But in order to keep Uh, doing that, I just got to go off off rails. I think that's a little bit of an extreme of an analogy. It's more like um, I know if I cut this guy off, there's a good chance he'll break, even though I'm not supposed to do that. <laughs> okay. I, okay. I'm a. I've seen this work on an occasion, and if it works, I'll look awesome. And if it fails, then I'm gonna be a splatter on the road. <laughs> so, so, so you gotta take dangerous, like some, I guess. But yeah, some some extra risk. Like you gotta you gotta take some extra risky moves in order to. Well, I I yeah. think kind of what's been helping with me just this week uh, is like trying to have like a more of a defined plan. Uh, mm-hmm, like yeah. I've always, we've always looked at levels and always mapped out like key areas of interest, but I never had a plan with what to do with any of that stuff. Uh, so what I, I mean, the, the trading with the Dom, I think has really helped because a lot of it is interpretation. Uh, but the thing that I can keep the discipline and rigor on is where I choose to engage. Uh, I, yeah. I just have to have where, okay, these are my non-negotiables. These are where I can have some, you know, some, uh, room to, to, to interpret. Mm-hmm. Right. And I guess we'll see how that works because the other way didn't. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, according yeah. to how things have gone this week so far for you. I yeah. Mean, but I you've think seen some pretty interesting development, right? I'm pretty sure everybody in this room knows that a week does not make a year. Um... <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> no, but a trade can make a day and a day can make a week and a week can make a month and a month can make a year. Right. That's you got to build well, from. the ball. Yeah. That's yeah. a good point, Joel. That's a great point. If you're taking two steps forward and one step back, that's a two to one risk reward. You're making headway. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but enough deflection here. We've kind of uh, forgotten about Joel's struggle here and went straight on to everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> so what what have you done to try to protect yourself? Uh, so far, I have taken a break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I will continue to do that. Um, I'm going to start up again next week, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I find putting rules in place doesn't help because by the time I've gotten to the point where I'm ready to do what I'm going to do, no rule is going to stop me. No self-inflicted rule. No, there's not. I'm going for it. So rules won't help. 
but I think by having my, I did, so that's my other thing. Um, my next part is that I seem to slowly shift away from my baseline and my process and mm. try and involve other things and develop things while I'm trading instead of just trading what my setup is. Right. And as soon as I started to do that, then my stats went from green, 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 green to green, red, green, red, 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 green, red, green, red, right? Mm. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so then once I start doing that, then it goes to red and then I force it and then it goes red. And so I think if I just stick to what I'm supposed to be doing uh, and what I've tested and tried and seen work, if I can stick to that, then I think this has shown me that that can work really well because I had huge success compared to where I was even three months ago mm -hmm. in my first Apex account, this fifth count account was like within a few hundred dollars of being funded. Yeah, yeah, you were close. And I've never done that before. I was super close. And so I think that maybe not the next one and maybe not the next one after that, but if I can just do what I want to do and what I'm intentionally trying to do, then I think I'm on the right path. But um, having that baseline process, I've never had that before and I have it. Right. I have the levels that I've acquired from Purdue and from Flurry yep. that I'm continuing to learn and develop. But I have those baseline levels that I can return to each day. I can draw that same line every day. Now I have uh, a point of entry or a trigger at each of those levels that I can look for. I have one and I have another one that I almost am done testing. Mm -hmm. Right. And so if I can just stick to those things during trading and let those other things come in, not during the actual trading time to work on, then I think I can do it. And so I've just got to allow myself to do that. Why do you feel the need to change something that's working? Exactly. <laughs> I don't have an answer for you. That is... <laughs> right. It's, yeah. it's an it's a reasonable question. This should have a reasonable answer. Variety I, yeah. is the spice of life. I was hoping I to think... steal your answer. <laughs> <laughs> so I think one of the things, though, is that because we trade in a community and there's other things going on around, when your levels line up with someone else, but your entry is in NQ, 20 to 30 points higher because my trigger is on a five minute candle right. where the people around me are trading on a smaller time frame because their entry tools are different than mine. They're taking their first profit when I'm getting in, mm -hmm. which in my mind is hard to handle. I should have been in sooner because I knew this was setting up, but I didn't have that trigger and they all had it. So I should have been in with them. Right. But if I wait for my trigger, because that's my trade, then yeah. I see my results. You know what I mean? You're late on the boat. That's the hardest part about being in a community sometimes, I think, is is what you it just is. described. That, yeah, that, especially uh, when you're trading with people who are as good as some of the traders around us. Yeah, yeah. We're, we get to be exposed to some exceptional traders. Mm -hmm. And it makes it super hard to not compare where you're at to where they're at. Yeah. 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 Well said, Joel. Mm -hmm. So that is 
my going rogue. And that's also my second point of shifting away, watching other people do different things and trying to replicate it without the knowledge part. <laughs> Just because I have your chart doesn't mean I can trade like you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was actually uh, why I took this week off. because <laughs> watching Dan have so much success with the new Trade Pro stuff. I was like, God, I have to be getting in on this. I mean, I've got access to the courses. Why have I been putting it off for so long? And then trying to implement it in the middle of another challenge that I was doing and completely tossing out everything else I'd done up to then. Like, yeah, I, I got to take some time and prove out that I understand this. Gee, and yeah. how did that go? Yeah. I, it's been going great so far. Is one week enough? I am happy with what I've done this week, the live testing again. Yes. Although my mom's visiting next week, so I may not be trading as much next week, too. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably an actually a really good idea. Hey, yeah, but she yeah. also sleeps in, so I don't think it'd be too much of an issue. <laughs> yeah. My 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 dad came to town and my trading went to shit. See, when my dad visits, I don't trade. Yeah. But yeah. I also have much more of that innate desire to please him or to to have his approval than uh, I do for my mom. <laughs> right, right, right. So it's, I've got, it's less yeah. of an issue with her, yeah. I uh, uh, It takes a lot of mental capital mm -hmm. to deal with my father, like a lot. Mm -hmm. Like I'm still drained. I'm just now getting over it. In fact, uh, uh, my wife said um, he can't visit anymore. <laughs> I know why you told me. Uh, <laughs> he told me the gift he left before he took. Oh off. my god! Uh, yeah, I was anyway, all, I was on. I was on there too. <laughs> yeah, we don't, have to, we don't have to say that one again. Yeah, yeah, I took care. Of, I took care of that. Um, yeah, but anyway, like, and then like I didn't want to admit it to myself that I didn't have mental capital to trade. And so like I mm -hmm. had a bad Monday and, and it was just like, you know what? You don't, you're not trading. Well, I'm going to trade uh, uh, Friday, but mm -hmm. uh, I, I just put my toes in the water Thursday, but I definitely, I took Tuesday, Wednesday off. Didn't even look at the charts uh, until, until Thursday. And then I was like, oh wow, I would have had pretty decent results. I wish I was trading, but you know, didn't have the mental capital. Dude, that's impressive though. It is. Oh, that's you want talk, that's you want to talk about growth over the last three years, right? Yeah, yeah. Being able to recognize that and not only recognize it, but be able to act on it is incredible. So Actually, that's the question I do want to ask you is how did you know you needed to act on it? Like, what was your trigger to yourself? I had a I had a really bad trading day Monday and it wasn't the plan. It was me. Uh, -huh. uh, and I always, uh, uh, Jamie Lynn's, I talk, talk, tell her about all the trading stuff and I give her a rundown Yeah. and like I was telling her what happened and she was the one, she was like, well, it sounds like you need to take, uh, the, the rest of the week off, maybe reassess Thursday or Friday. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was her impetus. And, and I was like, well, you know what? It's, I, it's, it's really hard to look at yourself in a mirror, right? But like that yeah. person that's in your living space with you can see the change in your countenance and, and your physical or your, sorry, your mental capital. And so I just trusted her and took a step back. And, and I think it, I think it was the right thing to do. Uh, yeah. You that, need to get a Jamie Lynn, Kyle. I know. Yeah, right. Right. Uh, um, my wife's <laughs> my wife's done more than I can ask <laughs> comes to right. supporting me in my trading. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. 
but uh, yeah. uh, it's 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 part of what you'd look for in a good trading and accountability buddy. But it's it's difficult because not everybody's gonna have that. I can just see it on your fucking face this morning. You don't have what it takes right. to go to work and perform. Ah, uh, yeah. You know. Also, the, it's so true. It's hard yeah. to have. It's hard to share that stuff too with your spouse. On the other hand, like having a shitty day and then having to go and then tell your your spouse that you just didn't have it like oh man that's right it's tough to do but um you gotta you gotta be able to have that trust with them too you know that trust and it's part of what keeps me in in that risk management zone uh and has kept me from blowing up like like hey monday i had a bad day i I guarantee tuesday and wednesday i would have destroyed my apex account and i would have really put a big dent in all the profits i made on my cqg account Mm-hmm. Right. But by just taking the loss on Monday and then like sitting out, I've saved myself a lot of headache and it's been a really big win for me, but it's hard. And I don't know how, like I shouldn't have traded Monday. Right. Like to me, the struggle is, is like, I don't want to rely on Jamie Lynn to tell me you're out right. of mental capital. Yep. I need to figure out how Dan, how do you figure out before Monday happens in that morning when you're waking up and you're looking at the charts, like how, like how, how do I take that set score accurately? Cause I've not been doing that a good job of that. I think I have been, but I clearly, I've not been. It's such a weird thing. Those set scores, when you experience a long period of emotional turmoil, I guess we'll call it. Yeah. Uh, that it just starts to feel normal. And then you don't yeah. realize that you're stressed right. out because it's just the way it's been for the last week or two or three or however long it's been. Right. It's, and then you're taking yeah. no time off. Like, then yeah, you finally is... take some time away and you're like, oh, shit, that's what was going on. I feel amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Taking time away is remarkable, isn't it? Yeah. And it's the one this is the one fucking job that I've done or had where like I used to always feel guilty about taking time away, like when I'm sick or not, you know, but like this is 10 times worse for some reason. And I, I'm not sure yeah. why. Yeah. It's weird. Right. You know why? Yeah. It's because you, it's because you love this job. Mm, I think so. You think yeah. that's why? Cause you, you actually like, you actually like getting up and going to work. It's either that or it's like now my sole purpose. And if I'm not doing that, then what's the point of getting up? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> right yeah i could take Ooh. this if you want <laughs> this conversation has turned yikes i'm not saying that's one way or the other i'm just saying it could be one or the other it definitely definitely has the the double-edged sword of the stress mm-hmm. and the pleasure like because yeah. it is it is it is a joy to go in and and trade like a pro and hit your hit your levels and your entries and hit them right like it's a it can be a real satisfaction of performance like hitting that mm-hmm. uh really killer golf shot yeah yeah it just feels really good right so <laughs> just why gotta do it like oh, that yeah. every time as pissed <laughs> off as golfers get they're out there all the time and yeah i think this is this has got some similar elements to it i think golf has a lot of similar elements yeah it really does yeah, look at Tiger Woods when his li- wife was leaving him and he just stopped being a top athlete. <laughs> I feel like Jordan Spieth kind of had the same thing when he got married. 
He, oh, right. <laughs> he suddenly had less time to practice or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Little things can, can make big changes around you. Hmm. Longtime fans of the show should be familiar with the lender formerly known as Sue Pullen, and I'm pleased to announce that she's back, fresh off a rebrand and ready to help as Sue Mackey. Sue is a certified mortgage advisor at Fairway Independent Mortgage, an equal housing lender who focuses on finding the right product for you and your needs. She has over 20 years of experience helping thousands of homeowners. Whether it's purchasing, refinancing, or even a reverse mortgage, Sue will help. Sue's licensed in 36 states now, so reach out and let Sue Mackey it happen for you. The best way to reach her is just give her a call at 520-977-7904 or in an email, spullen at fairwaymc.com. Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number of 2289. Sue Mackey has an MLS number of 206048. That email again, spullen at fairwaymc.com. And that phone number is 520-977-7904. Shoot Sue an email and let her know she needs to update that address. Uh, oh, whose turn is it? Uh, do I have one more? Uh, I mean, if you want to. Moving on. Yeah, we got all the time in the world. Yeah, well. Let's hear it. You, um, you might get to play with this one too, Kyle. Oh? The connection between success, failure, and my P&L. Oh, yeah. What makes you think that uh, profit makes you feel successful and a loss makes you feel like a failure. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a huge one. It's really, yeah. really, really hard to uncouple that, right? It's super hard to. But I, I think I know the answer to it, but it's one of those things that I don't even know if you can write it down if it would make it true. Uh, what do you mean? Well, if you don't base it on the win or the loss, but you base it on how well you do trading your system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what you should do, yeah. You'd completely disconnect the money. That's what you should be doing, right? Right. Huh? We should Tell yourself that that's what... It should, it's that easy, right? All it is is you don't base it off the money. You base it off your system and how well you execute your system. I think the problem is the only thing that we have to really keep score is the P&L. Our journals... Well, we yes, we is that the only thing that we have to keep score? Or is that the only thing we keep score with? That's the only easy thing that we use to keep score. I was just about to propose a new score system that revolves around the actual adherence to your plan, your setups, your system. I I have that in my journal. I definitely log that. Can you explain? Uh, was this trade on plan? Was it was it in a zone? Yeah. Like if it if it wasn't in one of my areas predefined mm-hmm. and it was just me trading chop, like I log that. Like that that ends up in my journal. Right, but how do we actually make it make a score out of it? I mean, like, okay, you get five points for on plan, you get five points for at a important oh. level, you get two points for following your setup and then points for each confirmation. It's the inverse of your bracket. If you're doing a three-point stop and a six-point take profit, then mm-hmm. if you make a trade that's on plan, you get three points. If you make a trade off plan, you lose six. Oh. And you need to stay positive. Oh. I like that. And you need to stay positive. And, yep. and I'll tell oh. you what uh, really made, and this is going to sound silly when I first say it, this made the, the biggest fucking difference, and it was very recent. Uh, Kyle introduced me to StarCraft 2 a few months ago. 
And oh, we started yeah. playing this game called Lottery Defense on the arcade. <laughs> Way too much time on that. And in it, like every four rounds, there's this mini horse race, right? And one of the four horses has an edge. So, Kyle, when we play that game and the gas horse race comes up, what do we all what do we always do? Bet it all on two. You bet it all on two. Okay. Yep. Yep. And by by playing this game a bunch and realizing betting it all on two is trading the plan. Yeah. Okay. I don't feel bad when I lose all the gas I bet. And I don't feel elated in the same way I would winning money. If like, Mm -hmm. if it wins, I just think, yep, there's an edge. I don't think Dan, Oh, you really did it that time. You're so good at this. No, I think, (laughs) yeah, two's got the edge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That game has really helped me get over that. That's super cool, actually. And it's 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 such a good example because it's repeatable. And it's yeah. like yeah. that's the problem when you're trying to 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 make the same leap of uh, logic with with your stats and your your uh, your actual setups and, and the data that you mine is that like you got to do it for a long time to get that kind of conviction in it. Oh, yes. And there's a lot more variables than just four horses. Well, there is for sure. But seeing it happen on a shorter time frame like that is definitely a, a powerful illustration of how that should work. Right. I may need to find this game. It's it it's a lot easier for me to take a loss now yeah. and, and get back on plan mm-hmm. than it ever was before. Or to take a loss on plan and then just go right back in. Be like, yep, I just didn't get the right entry, but it's still the right trade. Boom. Right, right. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's a hard one, too. Yeah. I like it, man. That's... Uh... Very well said. That was a very good analogy. Oh, thank you. I love the idea too, and I'm going to start implementing that of the uh, the inverse bracket score. Yeah, yeah. Or just a two to one, basically. Every bad trade is minus two points. Every good trade is plus one. And at the end of the week, I want to be positive. Yeah. Oh, it'll do wonders, man. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do that right now, Dan, or this is just an idea you came up with? It's brilliant. I don't actually add that up, but. I noticed pretty quickly. I did. I did that month of uh, sim trading with after watching the trade pro course, mm-hmm. and I noticed I, I had one day a week, all four weeks, where I I ended up having a bunch of trades not to plan. It was my big red day. Mm-hmm. Every week I've had one, and. I'll, I'll have four green days and one red day. And looking in my journal, and because I journal. Like, hey, this wasn't this like angry at myself sometimes in caps. Not to fucking plan, Dan. <laughs> right. Um, I, can, I can go back and look, look and find it pretty quick. Yeah. Be like, okay, yeah, see, see, it's these red days when I'm not trading a plan. That, that's what's killing me. Uh, also, for me, and this is for me, and uh, and I know a lot of traders aren't like this. I don't have a lot of mental capital, so I like to end it early. I like to get yeah. twenty points and just call it. Yep. That's been really, that change also has been really big for me. I never used to trade like that. I'm always trying to get like, it's a new trading day. Got to maximize every point I can possibly get. Yep. Uh, But no, I find it's a lot easier if I just hit hit an easy target of 20 points, I can sit back, relax and feel like a badass all day. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. It's it's funny. uh, Like, I feel like I've kind of, I keep going back to the same idea. Like I, I think I have a lot less mental capital than I thought I did. 
mm-hmm. this this week I've been spending maybe an hour to two hours each morning just waiting for something to get to one of my levels and then journaling furiously. And then after that uh, area resolves and the direction ends up working out and I got my notes, then I'm done. I'm done for the day, but I've learned more in that two hours than I think I've learned the entire, you know, last three months of aimless trading that I've been doing. Damn. Grinding. Yeah. You're just grinding away. But it's why you have the capital, you got to maximize the, the use of that time. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then when you're done, Absolutely. you got to walk away because if I try to sit at the screen, stare at the screen any longer than that, I'm going to start making bad decisions. Uh, yes. I, I am thinking about incorporating the afternoon session because there have been a couple of times where like I've take, taken a nap and mm-hmm. then like woken up and been like, what's happening in the market? It's still got two hours to go. I mean like, oh, what did you see set up? Yes, please. Clink, clink. So I don't mind that. That's kind of how my afternoon shifts to. I'm just got to chart up somewhere. And then every now and then I walk by, see if it's at a level, if it's at a level, then I'll sit down and see what's going on. Yeah. What's happening on the Dom? Let yeah. it, let it speak to me. If you've had a sleep tan, it's considered a new day. Uh, yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. right. I, I could it's... call it Wednesday 2.0. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> Wednesday part B. Yeah. Wednesday the exactly. second. <laughs> Um, all right, Dan, what about you, man? What do you got for us? Uh, well, um, lately I have been like, I struggle with managing my trades. Like I do, I've, I've been doing a pretty consistent job of having good entries, Mm -hmm. but like, I don't know. There are some days where I could be out on one trade, but like I bungle it or even what happened to me today uh, uh, I opened up just my Apex account. I, well, I opened up CR charts because the the data feed is way better than yeah <laughs> the Apex data feed. Uh, yes, 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 but I didn't. I was intending like I'll just it. It looks it looks like it's gonna like it's gonna dump about ten fifteen points right here. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I I don't I couldn't tell you what time, but you can see there like three candles didn't get higher than forty two ninety five forty two ninety four. Anyway, yeah. I actually grabbed a short. And just started like I didn't have the courage of my convictions, though, to get back in it. Uh, I easily would have obviously looking at the chart like I would have hit my take profits, but I kept moving like I was scared. I kept moving my stops down. And like once it had some profit, I'm like, I don't want to lose anything. And I'm like scared of moving my stops down. And like my my once I get in that trade, oftentimes my fear gets me out of a winning trade. Yes. Yes. I know exactly what you mean. I think we've all gone through that where you move your, oh, yeah. you move your stop to break even way too quick. And then you end up getting taken out before it flushes or you lose the move or it starts moving your way. And then you think, Oh, okay, I'll be smart. I'll move my stop to this swing high. And then you get taken out and then it goes and hits your target after that. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually been finding that the, where I put my, where I want to put my stops is actually an excellent place to add. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Have you tried have you tried your trade management skills by getting up and walking away? I do that all the time. As soon as my bracket's on, um if I don't feel like I have the conviction to sit through cuz I like what Biko said uh during that workshop. Yeah. He says once you've assumed the risk and you put the trade on, let the bracket do its thing. You've already accepted the risk. Yeah. Let it let it resolve. And yeah. that's the kind of mindset that I like to have. Once I click the button, then at that point, like I might as well just get up and go make a sandwich because it's yeah. either gonna it's either gonna 
hit my take profit or it's going to stop me up and I'll still be here. I'll still be here when either one happens. Yeah. That was my, my last losing trade on Monday. Mm-hmm. I was, I was in the bathroom when my Apple watch went off. I have the CQG app as a, Oh shit button. Yeah. And it, yep. it, it, now my watch tells me when I get a fill. Oh yeah. So yeah. It's brilliant. I, 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 I was in the bathroom and I, my watch was like, you got stopped out. I was like, you son of a bitch. Uh, fuck you, Apple. <laughs> God damn it. You're lucky I'm sitting where I'm sitting <laughs> <Yeah>. right now. <laughs> Can you turn off bad news on Apple watches? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Only no. tell me about the good fills. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you think, Joel? I think if you are trying to manage things better, First, you have to be able to not manage it. Just let the bracket do it. First, you have to let the bracket do it. And first, you're going to have to walk away. Once you can get up and walk away and see that your bracket works, then you can get confidence. Once you have confidence, then you can watch it. Mm -hmm. And only once you can watch it, can you actually learn when and why you should manage it. Because not all trades need managed. Some of them just go your way. Some of them just get stopped out. Don't have to do anything. But I think if you want to be able to manage it, you have to be able to watch it without feeling it. Mm-hmm. You, you can't manage it if you're feeling the whole thing. Right, right. Because you're going to manage it with feelings. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm going to sit here with dollar signs in my eyes and say, <laughs> to the moon. No, Sal, get out. Right? No, wait. Ah, my way. Going, Never I'm mind. losing profit. <laughs> <laughs> What are the things? So I, I don't think you. Oh, go ahead, John. Yeah, I don't think you can manage it. I don't think you can manage it without having feelings. And until you can do that, I don't think you should be allowed to manage it. That's interesting way of putting it. Whoa. Yeah, I like well, that. Well, Dan's gonna go rogue. I know, right? <laughs> Can't tell me what yeah, to do. Well, we we could start a club. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things that I think kind of helped me with a similar issue, and I know Joel's had his own struggles with. Um, uh, being way too quick to scratch, but it was just doing the math on it. Like when I'm right and I save myself three points here, or, you know, six ticks there, I feel like a hero. But the times when I'm wrong, even if it's only 30% of the time and I end up costing myself 30, 40, 60 points, like it doesn't see long. It doesn't take long for that math to see that it does, it's just not working in my favor. It makes no sense yeah. for me to, to try to scratch these things or be to outsmart my bracket. Right. Exactly. Right. Well said. So, I, that's something you could try doing is just when you want to move a stop, just write down where you'd put it and then collect collect that data for a month and then go back and see, like, was this adding to my PNL or would it have hurt it? And then at least you'll know if, you know, my decision making is helping or not. And then you can at least trust it. Exactly. Did we lose Dan? No, sorry. I'm trying to get oh. the cat to shut up. Oh, I thought that was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> that was Joel's uh, was... <laughs> baby Joel's, crying. No, Joel's it's baby just a cat. Yeah. It's a fat ass cat. Really wants some whipped cream. Oh, is it that time? Ooh. No, he gets whipped cream in the morning, but that's definitely is. Will you give me some fucking whipped cream? Because, well, he that knows is... I love whipped cream and I can't eat some without giving him some is the rule. Are you eating whipped cream? Not at the moment, but he wants oh. me to. And that's his meow for like, hey, go get what us some is. whipped cream, bro. It's because he's learned to associate whipped cream with you chatting on the microphone. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess it's my turn to share one here. Mm-hmm. 
Oh man, it is. okay. I got a couple here. So what's the better one? What's the better one? Both. Um, I can't remember what the first one is. <laughs> I was just stalling for time. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, <why? laughs> no, the 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 big one though that's been that's always been a struggle of mine, whether it be here, work, school. Just it's been a constant in my life is motivation. Just knowing what I need to do is one thing, but actually taking the time to sit down and do it, to actually watch the the video and take the notes to finish my journal when the day is over. Uh, that's, that's something that I've, I've always had trouble getting that motivation hmm. and like trying to force myself to do it doesn't work. Asking myself to choose so far has not really seemed to be working because I tend to choose wrong. It seems <laughs> or choose, right? choose the, uh, opposite of the one that I really actually want to choose, but I guess I just don't really want to choose it. Mm. I don't know. Joel, you've, you'll, have you tried rewarding yourself? Does that work with what? How do you, I don't know. What do you, what do you want to reward yourself with? What would, what's one small thing you could have every day that would make you feel special or elated? Pepperidge farm cookies. Oh, I thought you were going to say an orgasm. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Kyle jerk off every time. (laughs) There you go. Uh, like, you can do whatever you want. Just don't do it in front of us. Oh, right. Um, but, <laughs> uh, I don't know. No, I, don't I think know. maybe, and maybe that's not the answer. I don't maybe think that giving works yourself me. a reward for doing it. No. Then, then it's probably not even worth trying. No, that, that definitely doesn't. I don't, I don't, that never worked for me in high school. Even my mom offered to pay me $200 for every A I got. And I still couldn't be bothered to do better than a B. Hmm. Because do it, it wasn't worth the effort in my mind at that time. So it's almost like maybe that's what it is. Maybe in my mind, it's I, I still don't fully believe it's worth the effort yet. Hmm. I was going to say, what if you were being paid to do it? Like you had to show up, you had to do these tasks, you were paid for it, and then you could go home. Yeah, yeah, Like I could see that working. What? So now you got to figure out how to get yourself paid from trading. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's the thing. If I could have someone hand me $1,000 every day, I would feel pretty right. good about that, Joel. Hey, That's the one thing that I could reward if, myself with. I'm, I'm telling you, it's working for me. Just a, just a small point target. And then I reward myself with, like, I'll go get some fucking snack. And I'll, I'll load up my fucking pot pipe. And I'll, a video game and some cartoons. And it's just Saturday morning as a fucking teenager again. <laughs> like it's it's a great reward now i started smoking a lot more weed but that means i'm getting my points in right 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 uh, is your are your points paying That's for your it. increased weed bill <laughs> well b- believe it or not my tolerance is still pretty low oh. uh, i think oh, i'm not even spending 100 bucks a month right now oh wow when you went to work every day yeah did you did you wait till the end of the day to leave um, it depends on if Are I was salaried? salary or not. I was salaried. So yeah, a lot of times I left early, oh, especially on Fridays. Right. Okay. But I'd also be so, the one going in at you... nine o'clock at night and you know, the plant breaks down and nobody knows what to do. And I'd be there all night and work a day. Mm. Right. So, and so did you always get the work done? Yeah. Yeah. Work always got done. Why, Why did you always do the work? Cause I had to. <laughs> It's the only way to justify my existence. Because if I didn't, they'd stop paying me. Hmm. 
Okay. Just like trading. So why would someone start paying you to not do the work? Right. If they would stop paying you for not doing it, why would someone pay you for not doing it? Right, right. How about that? Yeah. So if you if you don't show up to work, they don't pay you. If you don't do your job, they don't pay you. But if you do all those things, they do pay you. Normally. So why not try doing <laughs> all of the things yeah. that you would need to do in order to keep this job? Well, maybe I should actually... If you want this job, you should keep this job. Maybe it'd be helpful if I actually had a real definition of what my job was too. Mm. Probably. You know, yeah. if I was actually defined like, okay, this is what my this is what my title is. This is what my roles and my duties and my responsibilities are. And then lay them out and actually, actually treat it like a real job. Yeah. Make yourself a business card. I have one. Set it on your desk. I do have one. I should put it up there. Does it, it say, does it say day it. trader? What does it say? It says financial ineptitude on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not the you make yourself an, that's a good card, but you should make another one. <laughs> You saying that's not uh, that's not instilling the message that you're you're going for, Joel? No, no, it's not. It, it's great. I love it. I really do. Um, you could try something different, maybe though. What what if you put a jar on your desk and go to the bank, get yourself there's twenty trading days, so go get twenty five dollar bills. Put that jar on your desk. Put the twenty dollar bills in a drawer of your desk, and every day that you finish your job. Pay yourself in that jar. Hmm. And at the end of the week, you've either got $35 or $30 or $5. You got paid for doing the job. You finished your tasks. Man, I'd have a really shitty idea. And use that money. Use that money to do something fun that you would not do normally. But it's a visual sitting on your desk every day. The only way to put $5 in there is I got to do my job. And if I'm not going to do my job, I'm not getting paid. Those are your ones for the strip club, Kyle. Right. Well, whatever. <laughs> Danny, yeah. no, I'm not a strip club guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I heard a joke recently that I'm going to steal, and that's like, go to a strip club. I'm married to a naked lady. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I never got. What if you used it for Friday night ice cream? About the, yeah. <laughs> Good. Yes, Joel. Yes. That sounds more appealing. There you go. You know, you guys could go for a walk and get ice cream or whatever. Are you going to make me walk to get ice cream too? No, 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 no. Maybe I just save up for two weeks and I'll get an Uber. Smoke a fatty and DoorDash that shit. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But you got to have enough money to pay for it. Right. But you got to earn it through trading. Yes. I like. So if you've got enough money to, yeah, you need to try it, right? Yeah. There's nothing wrong. I just got to, I'm sure the wife has a, a vase that she wouldn't mind loaning me. To see if she has a hundred dollars and fives I can borrow too. It's very similar <laughs> to your poker chip. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and I've been really liking that. And actually, there's something else that happened. I was gonna, I want to tell you guys about. Um, you remember the conversation we we're having with Purdue about like the triggers to get you into that mindset of going to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I found an old deck plate that I stole off my submarine. Yeah. Uh, and I got it set because uh, I was finishing uh, my office. I still got a little more work to do, but um, I set it down on the floor like as like a little welcome mat kind of thing. And every time I step on it, it clinks because it's not quite square anymore. Yep. But that sound brings me back to being on the submarine. I was telling the wife, it was like almost like I was on the boat when I stepped on it. So now every morning when I walk into into my office, I make sure I 
tap that with my foot so I can trigger with that sound. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. That is super cool. It's way more effective than trying to use the closed door because I just can't leave a door closed to save my life. <laughs> <laughs> You're raised in a barn. <laughs> but that's uh, that's kind of the thing, man. You got to find the things that work for you, right? Absolutely. Like there's a lot of great ideas and we've all just tossed a bunch of them out. Like if yep. you, Just because something doesn't work for you doesn't mean that a version of it won't. So keep trying. Keep trying new things. Exactly. All you have to do is make sure you have enough margin for tomorrow. <laughs> or preferably don't use margin. There's that. Too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, seems like a good place to wrap things up, huh? This has been a great chat, gentlemen. I want to thank you for inviting me. A lovely chat. I want to thank everybody for doing that. We should do this more often. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd be up for doing another one of these. These are incredible opportunities. For... Yeah, you guys I'm so grateful do, you let me do this, yeah. Joel. Yeah, you guys do these podcasts, and it's so much fun to be on them. Plus, it's like, it almost like, it invites me to allow myself to grow. Ah, right? Yeah, yeah. See what I did there? Right. Nice little rich reframe. Yeah, so nice. It's, it's incredible how it's more than just entertainment. It's more than just content. It's actually making a difference. That's the goal. It's super cool. That's the I goal. love it. Well, thanks for thanks for joining us, Joel. Thanks, Dan, for for coming around for this one. Uh, thanks for everything you shared too. I uh, love the ideas that uh, that we got tossed around here. There's a couple of them that I'm definitely going to be trying out. Yeah. But fortunately, we're going to have to have to shut up shop because I need to go to bed. Uh, thanks to everybody who stuck around to the end here. Uh, if you want to see more, you can check us out at twobullsinachinashop.com. Be back in your ears soon with another exciting episode. But until then, Joel, what should they do? Oh, you're just going to put me on the spot. Okay. A hundred percent. Smash the like button like a uh, pumpkin on Halloween. I don't know. <laughs> well said. Well, like, well said. Degenerates. Very, Degenerates. very polite like a Canadian. Yeah. Thanks, Linus. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Two Bulls in a China Shop is an entertainment program, and all thoughts and opinions expressed in the show belong to the hosts and not of any company. They are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security or investment product. It is only intended to provide entertainment about stocks and the financial industry of trading. If you make trades based on what you hear in this show, you assume all risks for those trades.